0: Let's now ride. It's time
1: for the words that are recited before each and every game here at Dodger Stadium. Take it away, Finn.
2: It's time for Dodger baseball.
0: What is going on, Dodger fans? And thank you for listening to another episode of the Incline Dodgers podcast. We are presented by Fansided. This is Kevin Klein speaking, and this is the last Dodgers podcast episode heading into the All Star break. Your Los Angeles Dodgers now stand at forty nine and thirty eight, only a half game back of the Arizona Diamondbacks for the NL West. Thankfully, the Dodgers took care of business against the Pittsburgh Pirates, taking the series three games to one. Julio Arias bounced back after a kind of miserable start against the Kansas City Royals, put up six quality start innings, eight strikeouts, two runs. The bullpen came in. Nick Robertson, Bruce Dargraderall, Alex Vesey closed it out, and the Dodgers take care of business and win the game. Max Muncy went deep for his 20th home run on the season. That's the third time in his career now. He's had 20 home runs before the All-Star game. Freddie Freeman, he's up to 15 home runs himself. He also stole a base. He's been kind of wheels on the base paths this season. Jake and David are out once again, but I'm not alone. I've got some new friends accompanying accompanying me tonight to talk some Dodgers baseball. So first up on deck, We're going to introduce Randy Winfield, who I once met at Dodger Stadium last season. We talked all kinds of Dodger talk, a lot of Craig Kimbrell bashing, and he's here with me tonight to talk some Dodgers baseball. So, Randy, welcome to the Incline Dodgers, and let's get it going. What are your thoughts on the Dodgers play as of late? Well, Kevin, first off,
2: uh, thanks a lot for having me, inviting me to your podcast. Love it. Uh, Kevin, been Dodger fan since... Pretty much the day I was born. Uh, We're talking 1963. And so been through trials, tribulations, everything. Life been good the last 10 years. Uh, Great win tonight. Uh, Great to get a series win against the Pirates. They've owned us the last pretty much year and a half. Uh, Pitching was phenomenal uh, tonight. No offense, a little surprising, but great from Julio to give us six strong innings. That really helps us out a lot. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with deal with Gratterall shoulder, but if he's going to pitch like that, I hope he has a shoulder problem. No offense the rest of the year. And we're good. Bessia, I don't know where that came from. I haven't seen that all year. I'll take three up three down all the time. Uh, Great win. Great clutch hitting uh, Freeman. Betts, Muncie. Awesome. I haven't been a full proponent of the uh, Max Muncie deal, but uh, I will have to say, you know, a lot of times when he comes, you know, he comes in clutch and tonight was big for him.
0: Yeah, Max Muncie is starting to get it going once again. Home runs and back to back games looking a lot better at third as well defensively. And Alex it was back up because the Dodgers are dealing with a number of nagging injuries. Some kind of fatal, some not as big. We got struck out of nowhere by a freight train tonight, no pun intended, with Daniel Hudson suffering another knee injury. I mean, are you kidding me? He's going to potentially be out for the season once again. This time it's his other knee that didn't have the reconstructive surgery. Apparently the injury occurred during his final out in the game before, and that was quite something too with the Dodgers bullpen when Daniel Hudson came in to earn the save, but he had loaded the bases up prior to that then he got three consecutive outs keeping the save intact then i guess even though he looked like a fired up dragon you saw all kinds of mist coming out of his mouth he ended up on the aisle and this is a huge blow to the dodgers bullpen especially with shelby miller expected to miss a lot a lot of time as well apparently he has the worst neck strain of all time uh yancy almonte is out temporarily because he's on paternity leave and then Randy mentioned Star Gratterall is dealing with some arm issues or the shoulder, but he was able to come in and pitch pretty great. Uh, the Dodgers had a reinforcement in case Star Gratterall was going to go on the aisle and his name is Landon Knack, who we've been talking about off and on this season as another potential call up option for the Dodgers. So he's with the team, but he hasn't officially been uh, purchased from Oklahoma city just yet, but he is there in case something does go wrong with Gratterall. Um, But yeah, Clayton Kershaw was the other injury. This one, we are told, is not supposed to be very serious. It seems more like a reset so that the fatigue can get laid off and then Clayton Kershaw can come back firing in the second half and continue what could potentially be a Cy Young-worthy season. And last but not least, Dustin May has to undergo a flexor tendon surgery on his throwing arm. This is pretty devastating considering he just came back from Tommy John surgery. Now it's his second elbow related injury in within three years. Um, this is a big blow to the Dodgers. I mean, he was pitching pretty great. David absolutely loves him. I don't know a bigger Dustin may fan, but what we were, fe- what we feared with Dustin may is that he could be like another Noah Syndergaard, Steven Strasburg, all the talent in the world, but can't stay on the field.
2: Yeah. I, I, totally agree kevin uh i you know the dustin may is just that's devastating like you said um kid has all the talent in the world uh just can't stay on the field um the <clears throat> the Kershaw, i'm not really too you know too concerned about uh right now at all but uh i do have to say it is very concerning Uh, with all the injuries uh, on the staff, whether it be starting or relievers, uh, I'm having a hard time kind of grasping where this is coming from. I, I don't know if it's from the pitch clock, you know, this pitch clock era, you know, where things are just happening so fast. But, you know, I grew up in the, you know, the Nolan Ryan days of life. And none of this stuff, you know, ever happened. I mean, none of this. Tommy John was, you know, the first guy that I ever heard of. And now it's like, you know, every guy, you know, is having some sort of shoulder or elbow issues. And, you know, I know there's just a lot of, uh, I'm going to say, deals on uh, velocity and spin rate. I'm sure that has something to do with it. You know, look, I'm not going to be a guy that goes out and just throws, you know, Dodger trainers and coaches underneath, you know, the bus. I'm not going to do that at all. Uh, Because, you know, we're not the only team that goes through this. Trust me. But uh, what's happening right now is very concerning. Uh, Luckily, you know, we've got a farm system that for the most part is top you know top of the you know top 5 at least i'm guessing in arms
0: absolutely uh,
2: a lot of them have done i'm going to say well average well you know so far uh long ways to go with that but um i think i think i think we're dodgers are going to be okay i i really do the hudson news is devastating Absolutely devastating because now we lose our eighth inning guy for the most part, Uh yeah. you know, Phillips, you know, who knows with Roberts, but, you know, Phillips was is supposedly designated as our ninth inning guy. The Hudson deal is devastating. I will have to admit that whether the Dodgers go out and get another, I'm going to say closer type guy, for an eighth or ninth inning and it's going to be interesting to see. I I think this next month for the Dodgers is going to be very interesting to see what direction they go.
0: It's, yeah, I mean it's going to be crazy. We'll talk some deadline moves in a little bit. We always get mm-hmm. fan questions, so we'll we'll get to that in just a few, but yeah, the injuries have been insane. They got 15 Dodgers right now on the injured list. They've used 31 different pitchers already this season. That's top three in the sport. Uh, Some of it could be pitch clock related, but then other stuff, I don't know. Maybe the Dodgers do have the worst medical training staff of all time because honestly, I just don't get it. The Daniel Hudson injury, not pitching related at all. This is the second time now with his knee, the Shelby Miller injury with the neck. I don't see how that can be related to the pitch clock. That's a neck injury. And then you got other guys like Noah Syndergaard, who's been dealing with the blister. And I know that most of Dodgers fandom out there doesn't want Noah Syndergaard back. (laughs) But this was supposed to be a guy they gave 13 million to to provide length to the Dodgers and eat innings. And so far, he's been out, I think, a month now. They keep flirting with the idea they'll bring him back. Haven't seen it yet. I don't know if he'll ever pitch for the Dodgers again. But there, there are a few bad injuries. The Dustin May one, obviously, that's arm. But then there's a lot of these other freak injuries that I just mentioned. Uh, great news. The third, fill, the second fill-in co-host for tonight has just joined us. Ernie is in the house. And if you know him on Twitter, this is a guy that's got a number of hot takes like myself. Sometimes we go back and forth. So I'm very uh, happy to let him join us today on the Incline Daughters podcast. This should be interesting. Ernie, how you doing, man? Actually, Ernie's still sitting up. We'll move on in the meantime. All right, so the Dodgers took care of business against the Pirates. They did not take care of business against the Kansas City Royals, and that had me pretty frustrated because the Royals are one of the worst teams in baseball. That leads us to our first question coming on Twitter, at RealSoundHound underscore. Do you think Doc is angry at the roster construction this season? His press conference in Kansas City came off as pretty miffed at uh, the front office. Randy, what are your thoughts? Uh, do you think this roster construction has been an issue, or do you think this is more just the freak injuries we've been talking about?
2: I'm a guy that throws our manager underneath the bus. Um, I think Dodger fans are very undoubtedly spoiled with what's been going on the last seven to ten years, you know, pretty much. 100-win team, you know, you win the division, and then it's, let's see what happens in the playoffs, and undoubtedly, for the most part, it hasn't ended up too well, except for 2020, which, of course, I do count as a championship. Um, No, I do not blame it on roster construction. I think it was noted Before the beginning of the year, when the Dodgers did not re-sign JT, they let go of Cody and stuff, that they were looking to go a different direction. Now, Cody was still decently young, undoubtedly. But... When you've got supposedly the number one, two, three, four, five farm system in baseball, whatever you want to call it, ultimately, you got to give these guys a shot at the title. And this was the year, or this is the year that it's going on. And there is no way, shape, or form if anyone thought we were a 110-win team this year. No. No not going to happen. No, but here we are at the all-star break pretty much. And we're right there for a division title where we should be, to be honest with you, this is not a roster construction issue. This has really been a pitching issue the last five, seven years the Dodgers have been a top three to five team in Major League Baseball in pitching, whether it be starting pitching or relief pitching or both. This year it has not happened. Injuries, big time. Regressions. We've got Vesia, regression. You know, Bickford, been a regression. Vessi, uh, not Vessi, uh, Almonte, a uh, regression, uh, you know, you got Hudson out, you got Phillips really, who hasn't been in a designed role other than I'm going to face the toughest part of the lineup, you know, whenever that is, whether it be the seventh, eighth or ninth inning. So right now I blame it all, on, uh, for the most part, on pitching offensively we go through ups and downs but we're still like top two in the national league in offense oh without a doubt we've got three guys we've got three players that started tonight hitting below the mendoza line
0: yeah all right okay so ernie ernie is in the house i love the backdrop with all the hats ernie How are you doing tonight? What are your thoughts on the Dodgers' recent play?
1: You know, like Randy was saying, it's easy to to blame a lot of factors that are going on this year that we're not used to. Um, But at the end of the day, the buck stops with the manager. And if he's not making the right decisions or allowing guys to talk their way back into games, um, I mean, unless it's 22 asking to be put back in the game or kept in the game – I just don't think that there's any reason to allow a guy who's pitched three straight games to be forced into action like uh, Phillips was the other day. And there is a sense of regression, which is, I guess, normal or or to be expected. But um, everyone's doing it at the same time is what's kind of kicking us in the ass. And uh, nobody's ready. For, nobody was expecting it usually our bullpen is what everyone's kind of like, Oh, we're a little wary of. And this year we were expecting to be a, a sense of strength and it's been everything but that this season. So it's, it's, uh, it is a little bit disheartening and not expected. And, and it's something that we're going to have to navigate for the rest of the season, especially losing Hudson today, um, which was just a shocker because the emotions that he showed yesterday, it was like, wow, this is going to be a shot in the arm that we needed and, we're, and, and, Maybe we don't need to go get an extra. Or maybe just having him back takes a little bit of pressure off of uh, uh, Phillips. And maybe, maybe you know, I don't know what's going on with Vesia. He seems like a sweetheart, but you can't keep throwing him out there and expecting it's insanity. It's exactly what it, the definition for insanity. You keep throwing it, doing the exact same thing, and expecting to change.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. um we'll talk some trade deadline right now we got a number of questions so threads is in the threads is in the building this goes to hey it's aj underscore 24 who do y'all think the dodgers will trade for at the deadline and then on twitter flip one six what changes are you guys wanting to make to fix this team and uh, we'll so we'll start with those two i mean the dodgers have three positions they, they need to fill right now they need a right-handed bat to potentially play the outfield, maybe a little infield because we don't know what the timeline on Chris Taylor is at the moment. And Trace Thompson is he's a lost cause. He's not coming back. Second, they need a starting pitcher. It's just reality. We've already listed off all the injuries with especially may out for the year. Gonsolin is, he looks like he's about to fall apart. He's like held together by paper clips right now. He has me pretty nervous. They got to go out there for, at least one guy who can get them five to six innings every night. And then with the loss of Hudson and especially with guys like Phil Bickford on this roster, who was bailed out by Ryan Brazier the other night, shout out to the legacy performance by Ryan Brazier. They literally picked this guy up from the Red Sox because he was DFA'd comes in in the seventh inning bases loaded, nobody out and didn't allow a single runner hit to happen. That was just magic by Brazier right there. So they need another high leverage arm. So that's three, three, Players, at least, they got to bring in from out of house into the house. That's going to cost some prospects. I mean, the obvious candidate to trade is Michael Bush, who's got like a thousand OPS in AAA. And for whatever reason, the Dodgers don't want him on this major league roster long term. So I would suspect he headlines a trade package. Who those players are, um, I can leave that to you guys right now if you had any opinions on who you want to bring in. All right, Ernie. Uh, We've done it
1: before. We can do it again. Boston loves making big trades. <laughs> give me back uh, Turner. Go get J- uh, Jansen back. And I was looking at their starters the other, yesterday. Um, nobody stands out to me. If we want to take a chance and they eat a lot of maybe Chris Sale's contract. Um, but other than that, I don't know who else on their roster that they'd be willing to give up because most of you guys are very young. But I can see two out of three being solved by trading prospects to the Red Sox. Um, And maybe even bring Kike back to shore up center field because Altman does not wow me. I I know the fan base has really fallen in love with him and um, to a certain extent, I mean, he had a great April, a decent May, and then he's just kind of fallen off this last week. He's been very good, but you need, I mean, shoot, even, even a trade with Chicago for Bellinger and, um, Maybe uh, Strowman would make sense. We've been kicking that around in our in our, our other group chat with my buddies. Um, I don't know how receptive Bellinger would be to that. But, I mean, Strowman pitched really well in L.A. when he was with the USA team. And he is a front-of-the-line uh, starter, even though he's not Twitter-friendly. to He's probably got half of Dodger Twitter blocked. But, I mean, if you pay him enough money, or, I mean, it's his walk year, right, I think? Yeah, yeah. I think that might be a trade that that could be facilitated, and either of those two teams, teams—they're neither one of them really contending right now. Um, maybe, I mean, Pittsburgh's been doing really well. I wanted to go after Bednard, um, or David, I think that's who you say, David Bednard. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it doesn't seem like they're going to be selling. A lot of teams aren't going to be selling. It. With the, the three wild cards, it's going to be hard to find a team that's a seller-dweller that has a piece that you want. Um, It's not uh, on, it's not impossible, but it's not exactly like likely. And everyone's going to be after the same guys you're after.
0: For sure. I have my guys, but I will, I will save them because that's actually another segment coming up. Uh, Randy, any thoughts on what the Dodgers need or who they should acquire before the deadline passes?
2: Well, I think there's no doubt that we need to get a starting pitcher.
0: Um,
2: You know, Gonsolin, is you know his history kind of tells us that really not a you know big game you know playoff pitcher you know Urias just coming back, uh, you know he's been a gamer in the past for us but you know little <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Urias but you know really to me you know the old bon- bona fide guy we got right now is Kershaw and right now he's not he's injured supposedly so i think ultimately we need to get a bona fide starting pitcher and i'm not talking just a run-of-the-mill number three four five guy i think we need to go out and get a number one or two guy um i know i've tweeted names out uh in the past i think there's up to 10 to 15 players that are number one or two starters on teams that, you know, could be made available. Um, you know, you look at the white Sox, you look at the Indians.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. You look, they're not the Indians.
2: Oh, right. well, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, uh, see Kevin i I'm a 1963 guy. You know, I'm an Indian, you know, guy. You're right. The guardians, uh, You know, those guys, uh, you know, uh, Ernie mentioned Strowman. I think definitely he should be up in the radar. His numbers are just fantastic. No offense, fantastic. Like the last three years. Um, You know, do you go, you know, I don't even know, like the Padres, what their situation is, you know, are the Padres going to trade within the division? Mm. likely not no (laughs) but you know you got a fee with the contracts that they have you know you got a blake snell out there who i believe is a free agent after this year Randy, i think they're going to be
1: buyers they very
2: well be i mean their history the last two years says yes they're going to be buyers but can i
1: say something something real quick about you uds yeah Um, I think the issue that he's having right now um, and um, Jay hair brought it up the other day is with the pitch clock. He's a max max effort guy, every pitch and he doesn't have enough time to get his breathing right in between pitches. And I think that's the problem we're seeing right now is he's not managing that well enough and not knowing how to get ready within 22 seconds from his last pitch. That's fair. Um,
2: Could very well be. Um, You know, he had he had a month and a half to work on it, you know, in Arizona.
0: I think an Uh, under the radar guy that the Dodgers could potentially trade for is Jordan Montgomery of the mm -hmm. St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. Cardinals are going nowhere. The Dodgers might be inclined to bring on a a second lefty in the rotation for the long, well, long term in case Urias walks. Uh, I have to check, though, to make sure Montgomery's not an upcoming free agent because then that might retract what I say. But. He would be certainly a lot cheaper regardless to resign. He pitched for the Yankees for a number of years, so it's not like he's going to be shell-shocked going to a, another big market. Uh, so that's a guy I would put on your radar is Jordan Montgomery. He's
1: on a one-year, $10 million contract.
0: All right, thank you.
2: Yeah, you know, there's – yeah, you know, you Kevin, you brought up, you know, St. Louis. You know, Flaherty's out there. You know, Flaherty, you know, had great success, you know, two, three years ago. I think he's in a walk year.
1: Yeah. They used year? to compare him to Bueller. They did.
2: Yeah, I mean, and now St. Louis hurt. is, yeah, I mean, they're done, they They're done. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Arenado. I mean, that's a lot of money. That is that a lot up, of money.
1: You brought up St. Louis, and I, I apologize to interrupt you. Yeah. Um, I think an Arenado, maybe um, Flaherty or an Edmund type deal. And you, if you can get an Arenado and maybe, um, who's the shortstop over there? Uh, Dylan Carlson. He plays center field and shortstop. If you do like a Carlson, Flaherty, and Nolan Arenado, I know I'm pipe dreaming, but that might be will, so where you look to uh, trade maybe. Um, a top three prospect that I don't want to mention because I'm going to get killed for saying his name and possibly Michael
0: Bush. The Cardinals probably want to catch her. I will just throw that out there. I don't think they're too thrilled with the guy they gave all that money to.
2: You know, know, the other thing is if, if the Dodgers long, we're going to say long-term outlook is for Otani, then Arenado is not in the picture.
1: There's no oh, way a lot of money coming off the books. It's not.
2: I I understand, but there's just no way they're going to add. You know, Otani's going to be minimum forty-five to fifty million a year.
1: Now they yeah, automatically, you, but if you're paying, remember Kershaw's going to be coming off the books in the next year or two, and you have all these young influx of pitchers. The only guys you're paying is Freddie, Mookie, Otani. And in Arenado, you can run guys like David Peralta types in left field. You can run a, a younger or older guy in center field. Like a, a Hayward's only thirty three years old. He probably has another three or four years to play in him if he keeps hitting the way he's hitting. Well, wow. then you you can extend Smith, which they should do this offseason and buy out his arbitration years. And we're going to be able to probably re sign Bueller cheap because he's had two Tommy Johns. He's you know he's going to want to get some guaranteed money. And I, he's not going to be a two hundred fifty million dollar pitcher. His just arm just can't hold up, or hasn't held up. But he, we love him.
2: It's like I said, it, it's gonna, be, it's gonna be very interesting to see what the Dodgers do in the next month. Lots of options. It's, we're gonna find out really what direction they are gonna be going here in the next month. There's no doubt about it.
0: Yeah. Now that Otani was brought up. It's time to talk Dodgers Angels. The Dodgers have two games left before the All Star break, and it's against the Angels. Griffin Canning, Reed Detmers, will be the starters for the Angels. They already announced that they don't want to start Tyler Anderson against the Dodgers. I guess they're cowards. He might come out of the bullpen. Detmers pitched pretty well against the the Dodgers his first go around, but I mean the thing with the Angels right now is they're free falling. Mike Trout was placed on the IL with a fractured hand. He's going to be out potentially two months. Anthony Rendon's back on the IL. No surprise. He's been a terrible contract. The Dodgers last time they faced the Angels for two games, swept them, outscored them a total of four nothing. And so this is where it brings me to who I think the Dodgers are still going to trade for at the trade deadline. Shohei Otani. A lot of people think that the Angels aren't going to trade him. I, on the other hand, think the Angels are absolutely going to trade Shohei Otani. And here's why, for a number of reasons. Number one, they're probably not making the playoffs. They're on the verge, or they just fell to fourth place. They're now 45 and 44. Number two, Shohei Otani is an upcoming free agent. If they were to let him walk in free agency, best case scenario that they can get is a second round draft pick. Number three, there's already a lot of Angels fans that are clamoring for the front office to trade Otani because of number two that I just brought up. And they want to get at least some type of haul back, some prospects so that the longevity of this team can be somewhat sustainable for the future. Otherwise, this team's going to go nowhere without Otani. And so finally, that leads me to my final point of why they're going to do it. He's got two months left if Artie Moreno actually gives a crap about the future of this franchise and wants to have ticket revenue, he's going to trade Otani. He's going to give him to the highest bidder. I just can't fathom the thought that he'd be this stubborn to let him walk. I don't think he's selling the team anymore. Went back on that. This guy is somewhat bipolar when it comes to ownership. I think the pressure that the media is about to put on this team every day. Now you're going to hear stories that Otani angels, is this trade going to happen? They're going to give in. If Juan Soto could get traded, Shohei is going to get traded.
1: I don't I don't doubt what you're saying. I don't think we're the highest bidder. Um and what do you do with JD Martinez?
0: Put him in left field.
1: I mean, that's a conversation I'd like to have for next season when we when we sign him. My thing is why why trade for him when you can for 2 months it's going to cost you probably north of 4 prospects top prospects yeah maybe if, uh maybe somewhere in the top 3 top 7 top 13 and top 20 right and when you don't have to give up that capital i don't think we're built for a run this year um to go but deep that, we might we might get lucky but
0: but if otani's there could they be built for a run you're going to lose Kershaw and Urias potentially to either retirement slash free agency. And so now you're going to be already a watered down Dodgers team. Martinez is a free agent. Peralta is a free agent. Hayward might not be the same player next season. No, I'm saying we might, we
1: should resign. We'll, we'll, I think we'll sign Otani. I don't think you need to trade for him because you're going to have yeah. Bueller coming back. You're going to have yeah. Bobby Miller with a year under his belt. You're going to have, I don't think Sheehan's built for long-term. I think knack is, um, but I, who knows he Chien as your fifth starter, kind of like the Tony Gonsolin, but this guy throws ninety four, big difference. Um, I think we should have traded Catman last year when he was at his highest peak value. I was in a minority; nobody liked that. Um, Actually, a question. He, he's a smoke and mirrors pitcher. He doesn't blow anything by you. They keep saying he's got the best fastball in baseball, but that's when when you're throwing. 20 pitches at 78 miles an hour. I'm exaggerating, obviously.
0: But Ernie, if you trade for Otani now, you cut the line. You have exclusive negotiation rights for that two months. That's, well, three months maybe. And that's a huge advantage versus letting him walk in the market. And now you got to have the highest bidder. He's not a Scott Boris client. So I don't think he's going to be like, I need to test free agency. They made this happen with Mookie right away. I think they could... I think they can okay. make this happen.
1: Honestly, who's our competitor? He doesn't want to go to the East Coast. It was documented his first time through this uh, right. whole engagement prospects process. Seattle, yeah. maybe San Francisco, maybe mm-hmm. Audrey's, I don't think they're they. Could, I don't think they have enough money in San Diego to pay him. Um. And then I just don't, I don't see we're bidding against ourselves because when you look at the at all the other prospects of being. I think San Francisco is the only place, and even that. Look at their lineup; it's not very good, and you don't have Freddie and Mookie to protect you in the lineup. Otani seems like a very smart dude, and looks at all the analytics. He's kind of like a pitcher who does not need to be named, who loves analytics type, mm-hmm. um, and he does all the little things that yeah, you want a pitcher to look into to to better himself every game. I don't. Seattle might be because of Ichiro, the Ichiro, um, the Ichiro mm-hmm.
0: uh, connection. Yes.
1: San Francisco because they have a high, very dense Asian community up there. Uh, but let's not knock what we had when we had No More Fever. It was crazy here when we had um, um, the There's number four. Cause she,
0: side uh I mean, in Rio, Korea, the same thing. Yep.
1: Everybody that every from Asian any Asian country is is automatically loved here. The Dodgers even did are doing Asian Heritage Night on one of the Angel games this weekend. I think Saturday. <laughs> so it's it he'd be very much embraced, and I think he wants to be loved. It just seems like that's what the tea leaves are saying. Now right. I don't think the Yankees or Red Sox are a real viable threat when it comes to Otani, even though all their fans like to tweet and and yell out, "Oh yeah, we're gonna get Otani." I, He's just not an East Coast guy. He doesn't like that weather. Mm -hmm. The the climate he pitched in in uh, Japan was very much similar to LA and and California. So I I really don't think we have that many suitors that we have to cut the line and cost those prospects. Sure, would it be nice to have him and get him um, used to how we do things and not the Hollywood lifestyle like Rendon tried to uh, mention? But is that is it is it is the is it worth the the prospect cost to get in front of the line by two months
0: maybe yeah i, I mean it, it depends hmm. on sorry randy one second no go it ahead just, no, it just depends it depends on the demand like i'm not going to burn the entire farm for otani but if the return only costs us michael bush who's not going to really play anyways maybe we have to give up gavin stone who hasn't really been that great for the dodgers because We get to keep now Bobby Miller and Sheehan. And then you just throw in some other guys and that's all it takes. Then 100 percent, 10 out of 10, I'm making that trade. And I want to win in 2023. I'm I think maybe it's to my demise, but I'm higher on this team than a lot of other Dodger fans might be. I think we're one superstar or just a better bullpen, to say the least, from just running away with this thing. I'm not impressed by the National League at all.
1: I don't think. I think the cost is going to be legit. Something like Bush, Rushing, Stone, and
2: maybe Podges.
0: I would do that. You would you really? I would do that.
2: Yeah. For two months, Otani. Yeah, here's you know my deal on the Otani deal, and I am not an expert whatsoever, but I'm not a fantasy football guy. The Dodgers. I think they are the front runners for Otani. Whether it's the trade deadline or whether it's free agent, I think they are going to be the front runners. I think the wild card here is Artie Moreno. But and the reason why I say that is that guy is psycho. I don't know what that guy has planned for, you know, the team, the franchise, whatsoever. I think he no offense. I think he's going to try and just milk the dollars until the end of the year. He's going to milk as much as he can out of Otani. And then I think he knows he's gone. I really do. And then it becomes the free agent warfare after that. And I think really the Dodgers are set up to take care of business. Would I be disappointed if the Dodgers traded for Otani
0: at the trade deadline oh heck no congrats to mookie Betts, freddie freeman jd martinez will smith and making his 10th all-star appearance although he'll be out due to an injury but he made it clayton kershaw this episode of the incline dodgers podcast is brought to you by tick pick the best ticketing platform out there they've been saving me a bunch of money on concert tickets and Dodger games as of late. All you need to do is download the TickPick app, search whatever event in whatever city you live in. As easy as that, there it is. Best prices and even better, no service fees at checkout. All on the TickPick app. Download the app today. You go to their link and bio on their social media. They have links as well to save money. Highly recommend TickPick has become my new go-to for tickets for various forms of entertainment. So, yes, Dodgers, Angels, two games. Then it's the All-Star break. Um, Ernie, any thoughts on this Angels series or any other thoughts on Otani before I, I move it on?
1: It kind of feels like um, all the teams have already mailed it in this week. Like, I when I saw Mac come up, I was like, oh, well, someone's going on a DL. Because I thought he was going to pitch. I'm assuming he may pitch Saturday if mm. if if they get him called up on a taxi. Um I don't know how, how enthusiastic uh Friedman is to start his clock. Uh because we've started a lot of guys' clocks this year and it's it's gonna get expensive eventually. True. Um and then no, you know, them losing um trout uh panda um kung fu panda, what's his name? Um the guy from the, the Giants broke his hammock bone, and he was out four months. So, I oh. I mean, I, I, Trout, as he, as, Trout's, as Trout's gotten older, he's gotten more injury prone, and it seems
0: to, I don't know, it just seems to be. Yeah, like, he uh, barely plays 100 games these days.
1: I, so, I, as far as this weekend, I just hope we get out of it injury free. I hope. Uh, I hope we don't. I hope Mookie doesn't see the field. I hope uh, Freddie doesn't see the field. We, give them a whole. Give them a week off, just off. I mean, besides All Star game, and I don't know if you covered this while I was getting logged in, but what the hell is Mookie thinking? Joining a home run derby?
0: We're gonna talk about that now. If you want, Mookie bets. That is
1: the stupidest. I mean, I get it. You want to be in it, and it's cool. They got a nice chain and bling bling and all that other stuff, but. One, he's not a home run hitter. He's a leadoff home run hitter. I wouldn't put Mark McGuire versus Ricky Henderson just because Ricky Henderson hit a lot of home runs to start off the game. That's just one of the pitchers blowing fastballs. Now And then Safeco or whatever they're calling it nowadays, left field is like the deepest left field in the American League there. It's not four right-handed hitters and, and and it just screws up swings. Look what it did to Piazza back in the day, like Jock Peterson. It's it's just an embarrassment. Unless your name is is Pete Alonso, or I mean, even Vlad Guerrero got embarrassed last year, a couple years ago. Like it's just it's fun to watch, but I don't want to see my guys doing
2: it. I, I <laughs> you know, Bernie, like, you and uh, have some fun, my man, dude. <laughs> There, Randy, no I am the king
1: of not having any fun when it comes to my well, baseball. Well,
2: undoubtedly teams. with that USC hat you're wearing. And I, that don't,
1: I don't like to have fun. I like to <laughs> win games.
2: Games that matter. You know what? It's to me the home run Mookie and the home run derby, that's fine. I don't I don't see Mookie ch- guy that ch- will change his swing at all. Anything like that. Yeah, there are some guys. there are a lot of Dodgers that have really I'm going to say crap the bed in the home run derby, you know, you got Piazza, you know, you've got, we have like
0: zero home runs.
2: Yeah, exactly. Kevin, exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about, dude. So you know what? Okay. So Mookie's facing Vlad in the first round. You know what? Take your 25, 30 cuts, call it a day. That's your BP for tomorrow. Let's just go have fun, whatever. If anyone thinks that Mookie Betts is going to win the home run derby, dude, I need to go to Vegas with that guy and let's just play Rain Man and have fun because that ain't happening.
1: I will say I I'll I'll bet on him beating Vlad. Whoa, because Vlad just doesn't show up in big games, uh, big home run like the home run derbies. He's he's had one good performance. Whoa. And Mookie's had how many? This is just, I mean, it's like when the Pirates don't score Mm -hmm. and it's Pirates
0: zero, Dodgers coming up. We don't know yet. We don't know. Yeah, it's kind
2: of like when Piazza shows up for his first home run derby and hits one
0: pump. Who invited Vlad, though? He only has 13 home runs this season. How did he get in?
2: Yeah, Kevin, that's just all name. I mean, seriously, it's all name. Ideal. You know what? The guy's probably going to show off and hit – Forty bombs against Mookie in the first round. Call I hope so. I hope he beats <laughs> him. Forward.
1: I hope he beats him. I only want Mookie to go one round. <laughs>
2: but you know, um, the thing uh, everyone gets all caught up in the all-star kind of stuff. Why? Why does everyone get caught up in the all-star stuff? I don't understand.
1: It's, well, because you can have unnecessary injuries happen, and, and then you have you need someone to blame.
2: See that? No, 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 no. You now, have these
1: starters coming in, warming up half half they normally warm up, and then blowing a hundred trying to strike out someone in an exhibition.
2: They play one inning, Ernie. The pitchers throw know, one but inning, but they're maxing out one inning and warming ah, up 15 minutes. Whatever. You know what I'm. I'm actually here. I'm going to bring up. How am I acting like the elder statesman here? And you're acting like the young guy. Oh, baloney. (laughs) I'm going to say this right now. You know what? Everyone was jonesing on Will Smith making the all-star team. The guy should have been an all-star two, three years ago. I think we all can agree with that. No doubt about it. But you know what? Right now, Will Smith looks burned out to me right now. Hitting-wise, the guy's been hitting under 200 the last month. He's playing every single day. Barnes is a no-show at the plate, and I don't want to hear, oh, he's Kershaw's catcher. Baloney he is. He ain't nothing. Baloney. Will Smith is a guy that needs days off right now. Barnes, Barnes is batting 104 right now. Yeah, and you know what? That's about what Will Smith's hitting in the last month, about 104. Will Smith needs days off.
0: They but are playing God, him a lot.
2: Yeah, he's not going to start. You know, I'm hoping Will gets in maybe in, you know, he'll probably get in two or three innings type deal. But, yeah. you know, with Will playing in the WBC and right. now yeah. he was out you know what two weeks he had a you know concussion problem which of course you know we all hate but ever since he's been back from the cushion, he's been playing pretty much every single day that's actually
0: a question from dennis byron about austin barnes is it possible to send down austin barnes i don't think they could actually send him down but no at least to his point, is it time to get rid of Austin Barnes? No. Do they call up Hunter fiducia? Do yeah. they trade for a backup catcher? Um, as someone that was a big Barnes advocate, even I yeah. can see the writing on the walls that he yeah. is an automatic out and providing yeah. no value to the Dodgers. And if this is going to come at the expense of them overplaying Will Smith, and now he's burned out right. the entire second half, it's not worth it. Right. I Kevin, I
2: agree. Um See the, the problem is the Dodgers just signed Barnes to a two year deal this year, yeah, and but there, I think it's, it's a club option. It's, it's nothing. For next year, yeah.
0: It's like it. What Ernie said. It's it's chump change.
2: Yeah, exactly. It is chump I mean, change, but it's to the point now where Barnes has been so far along, and he's been with the team. So there's no way you're sending him down to the minor leagues. There's no way you're doing that. So either you're going to release so him. We'll,
1: Will Smith in his last 10 games is six for 36. It's not great. Okay.
2: It's no, not great. It's terrible. It's not well, great. You, but it, I if mean, if you take a look at Will Smith hitting, he's still batting the 272 is on the guy He's a fastball guy and he's late on everything. If you take a look, I've been watching Will Smith's my favorite Dodger right now. I pay attention every single game. That guy is late on every single fastball. When's the last time he's hit a home run? Has it been like a month ago? Will Smith should be a 25 to 30 guy, thirty home run guy with between 85 to 100 RBIs every year. Yeah. And he is not on that pace. Have I ever thought that Will Smith is a number three hitter on the Dodgers? No. Never have I thought that. Is he a number four hitter? No. Will Smith is better equipped to be hitting fifth, sixth in the lineup. And Kevin, to your point, do the Dodgers need to find another bat? Yes. They do.
1: Yeah, he is no the it. lineup. His sweet spot in the lineup is five six.
2: Absolutely, uh, yeah. it is. There is no way he's a 3-4 three, three, guy. No when we way, had that will smith. When we had that back.
1: backup catcher come up, um, who's been bouncing around the league since we had him. Uh, I forget his name, but the guy who Austin who, wins, yeah, Are you like, about that or Cartea, you know, wins. He had like two or three doubles and was like a, a
0: well, shot of life. Well, you get when Otani, the- bat him third, right? I
2: mean, yeah, <laughs> and so you get an Otani. <laughs> Wait, Bill Smith moves down, exactly.
0: Smith's that last home be... run was probably at the game I was at, which was against the Astros when he tied it up, I believe in the eighth inning. That would have been two Sundays ago, and that was probably it's his last home run. In like, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's – no, there – Will Smith needs rest. I'm telling you right now. He I don't think you're going to get an
1: argument on that from any of us, or anybody, anybody. We all hate Barnes. I don't – I think – uh Klein's the only one who liked Barnes and well even then. I mean oh, I don't be care that he's easy on nice him.
2: Bernie, be easy on Kevin, man. Dude, Barnes, dude, how clutch was he in 2020? We were we were fucking Randy, kissing Randy, the, excuse. Randy, me, Randy we let me tell you the about guy at the time.
1: Randy, let me tell you about my fr- my friend Klein here. He can we cuss on your podcast? No. I just He is the biggest okay. crap stirrer on the internet. <laughs> he likes to throw out these uh, truth bombs and then backs away like that Homer Simpson meme. We're back into the, to the bush. He doesn't like to engage. He likes to throw it out there and then see anarchy. And I actually kind of dig it. Like today he had a crap post about the Lakers and Clippers that Yeah, I won't get. Ernie, I saw it, dude. I promise. Back off on the back. I won't get into it. We're talking it. baseball, dude. I, I won't get into it, but I'm I'm just telling you just be careful. <laughs> be careful what you ask for. Because
2: yeah, I, I, it could I, be yeah, worse. I I don't know. I the, the catcher situation I think they're not gonna do anything about. I think they're just gonna let it ride. I think I think Will Smith's gonna play at least. 85, 90% of the games in the second half. And like you said, let it ride. I think Will Smith is going to get an extension. I don't know what kind, but if the Dodgers are smart, they would do that. They really would. It'll probably be uh, something like
1: 5 and 75 or something what, like that.
0: I I whatever it is, the guy 5-1-10 at this point. So?
2: deserves it.
0: I think the concussion scare. Contreras, Contreras well, got a lot. Riamito yeah. got a lot. Smith is now better than both of them at this point in their yeah but we
1: have like four years of arbitration that he we can pay him nothing for
0: yes well that's true
2: yeah that is true
1: but are you willing to possibly burn that bridge or 85 yeah that's
2: true that's the problem are you willing to maybe burn that bridge and then wills just says you know bye-bye i'm done after three or four years I just want
1: to know where Friedman's bottom line is with your backup catcher. Cause you're not getting any, he's not even doing well framing he's and he's dropping balls. Like he's grand all. Well, he had two pass balls the last, not this game, but the last game he catched or caught. He had two pass balls. It's just where, where, where do you draw the line? When is it enough? Well, like when is it where we don't put Rosenthal in there to catch?
0: All right. Well, let's, let's get some of these other listener questions in and then We'll get back onto some of your guys's final thoughts. Uh, yeah, so young Jeremy three three four six one. He actually would like the Dodgers to consider trading for Luis Robert of the White Sox. Do you guys think he's a possible option to trade for? He'd be center field or maybe right field. I think that the cost would be crazy high. I would love to have him, but he easily he's would cost Cartaya. He's got
1: scary power, light tower power.
0: Yeah. But he's also been hurt
1: too. And he's a dog. He dogs it. He he doesn't outright he doesn't run the bases like like a maniac, like Puig used to. Um, I think he even got benched for lazily running uh, running out a, a ground out. He did. I, I don't like that. Uh, that's kind of like a uh cancer in the clubhouse, in my opinion. Uh, adding adding the player, of course. That caliber player, of course. I just don't think the acquisition cost is worth the performance we would get.
2: I would have to. I would have to agree with Ernie on that. Um, I think if something like that were to happen, I think there would be a pitcher involved also. So it would be like a kind cease. of a two-player, you know, trade, whether it be Gialedo and Roberts mm-hmm. or Cease and Roberts, and then undoubtedly that would cost you know multiple <laughs> multiple yeah. prospects along with you know probably a player on the team currently. Um, Yes, I don't, I I
0: I don't know.
2: I don't, I don't think it's worth the price, uh, that does take care of your right-handed bat, Kevin, which I agree with. Uh, but mm, I don't know.
0: I'm a little iffy on that one. Second to last question on Twitter, say it like the YM one, are we ready to trade Max Muncy or Tony Gonslin at the end of the year because he believes he's that they are prime regression candidates. <clears throat> uh
2: let me I have not ever been a Max Muncy proponent. I never have. Um great clubhouse guy. Uh, um I just no offense. I am not <laughs> I don't know what the Jonesing is for a guy that hits thirty to thirty-five bombs a year and gets you 80, 85 RBIs, but hits you know two hundred. Uh, replace him
1: with what's that? Who do you replace him with?
2: You, I there's could
1: see. I think there's there's no third baseman in the in the minors that are ready to come up. Yeah, that was
0: Vargas? No, I think I think Vargas would get moved to third. If they got rid of Max Muncie, that's just my opinion. Yeah. And this is probably something Randy will want to get into. But yeah, Miguel Vargas has been a non factor with the bat this season.
1: Right. Why does he get so many at bats? Why is he? He's too comfortable in the lineup. He's not worried he- about losing his job. He, he's because he's Miguel Rojas' friend and he's been working <laughs> him since the offseason. Like we have too many players that are, that are protected by the older players. Var, Vargas has been working with. I mean clearly he's been working with Var- with Miguel Rojas on hitting because neither of them can hit a lick. Oh. And and the glove is fine. The glove plays. I'm fine with Vargas's glove, but he's too comfortable up there. He ha- he's not worried about losing his job, but when Ma- when Lux comes back next year, if Vargas doesn't get doesn't figure it out, out ASAP, but he he may be on the trade block or back to the minors.
0: Yeah.
2: I I am a proponent. (laughs) Ernie, you and I are a little bit different on this. The Dodgers decided to go young this year. Okay? Not every guy is going to be Tony Gwynn and come up and hit 350, you know, in their rookie year and just start hitting line drives left, right, left. The game is way different now, back from the 80s. He oh, needs, needs to
0: be better than a 197, guy. I
2: agree with that. I totally agree with that. I am okay with giving him a long leash right now. We're winning. What is the problem? We're a half game behind in the standings. What do, what is, what do fans want? Do you guys want to be up by 20 games right now? Come on. No. The, we have, the young we have, guys figure it out. Going back to the minor leagues doesn't figure it out. These guys are facing – hold on. These guys are facing pitchers for the first time in their career. First time in their career. you got to make adjustments. Vargas needs to make adjustments. Should he be the everyday starting second baseman right now? No, he needs to be kind of platooned right now with what's going on. But you don't give up on the guy. You don't just send him back to the minor leagues and say, go back and hit your 325 in the minor leagues where the pitching is just, you know, meatball fastballs and let it rip. You don't do that. you got to find a way you got to find out the guy can figure it out is what it is him outman all these guys the pitchers they need to figure it out sending back to the minor leagues is the easy part
0: go ahead ernie this is the thing is i
2: think the, the
1: okay i agree with you on giving him a leash and letting him figure it out when that leash is too long, he's going to hang himself. And he's getting close to it at batting one ninety-seven. The issue right now that I'm having is four of the eight position players on this roster are hitting two hundred or lower. And that is just—I mean, I'm assuming Altman's around two hundred. It's just not—it's not sustainable. It, how you—you you can't have Muncy, you can't have Rojas, you can't have Argus, you can't have Altman starting every day and hitting sub 200, it just doesn't work. Then you, if the top of the lineup doesn't figure it out, we're screwed that day. If Munty doesn't come through and hit one of those 30, 35 bombs, we're screwed that day. Peralta, uh, uh David Peralta only has like seven or eight home runs, but every one of them has been clutch. We've gotten very lucky to get the production we've got out of him, out of JD Martinez, out of uh, – Mookie's been on fire this year – Freddie, Freddie, is the model of consistency. We've we've gotten very lucky to pull and piece together wins. This is not the normal Dodger team we've seen the last four or five years, and that's going to happen. And yes, going young, it was the writing was on the wall. We knew it was going to happen. And you have to give these guys a chance. The original lineup was going to have Lux at short and Vargas at second or Bush. I I forget which one was initially going to given be given that spot. I Vargas is has hit at every level just like Lux has. Lux fig- Lux had a little issue, but then he figured it out. If we're comparing him to Lux, Vargas is a little behind the eight ball, in my opinion. And I don't know how far, how much, like maybe a, a, a demotion will fire him back up. You bring him back after a couple of weeks, but you send him down to say, hey, man. We get it. It's not that easy. Get his confidence up. Have him hit 380, 375 in the minors and then come back and do whatever he's worked on down there up at the big leagues. I don't care what happens to OKC. I don't care what happens to Tulsa. Those games don't matter to me. What matters is what happens at Chavez Ravine. And having Vargas every day, it's just it's like, "Oh man, I hope he figures it out." Or I mean, he's got a great eye. He walks a lot. I you want to you want We're all Dodger fans. We want them to be good. We want them to be great. I would love Vargas to be an all-star every single year. He's definitely got the glove for it. And I think he's got it upstairs. It's just, you know, you said he hasn't seen a lot of these pictures. He has seen a lot. He's seen pictures because a lot of these guys, there's been a youth movement across the league. So he's had to face a lot of these guys before in the minors. All the stuff that they're facing is nasty. Could I hit it today? No. So for me to to be an armchair quarterback and expect it's easy to to adjust and do this is preposterous but these this is their guy's livelihood this is their job this is what they get paid for this is what they've been working their entire lives for they've been elite their entire lives he knows how to figure it out it's just translating from the brain to the hands and it's not it's not working right now he's only batting 197 and you I, you can probably throw a rock and find any former major leaguer that's sitting waiting that can hit 200 in this league or better that can play a decent second base. It's just the Dodgers have these guys in the minors. It's it's crap or get off the pot time. And you need to see what you have to know what you need to trade for. Okay. Well, I I, go ahead.
2: My, you know, my only rebuttal to that is, do you know the Dodgers like the second highest scoring team in the national league?
1: Because of all those home runs,
2: they lead the league in home runs also. Oh, Okay. They're not huh? manufacturing runs. They never have. When have the Dodgers ever manufactured last, runs? Last season when they have they the ever? They've last never season. done that. They've, they've always relied on the Earl Weaver two and three run home run. Last deal. season
1: they led the league and runs uh Yeah, and they do it with two outs. Runners the Dodgers and, scoring Dodgers and position. have hitting always led score. the
2: league with runs scored with, with two outs. No, what I'm deal. saying,
1: what I'm saying is last year they led the league in hitting with runners in scoring position. I'm just
2: it just does people are just I think too quick to pull the trigger and say that guy is not M, you know MLB capable For sure okay I, and, and I don't to, I don't like but, to hear that
1: but, but okay then can you answer for me please respectfully Okay how, how many more at bats do you give do you need to give Vargas to see what you need to see in order to judge him
2: I think you just need to let it go throughout the year and he's not going to play every game until he gets it going. I think his time on the field is going to be diminished in the second half unless he shows yeah. that he can have quality at bats.
0: I'm on board okay? with that and I will be diminished. Um, I'm going to give Vargas until the trade deadline. If he is think- just at this point, level or worse, then unless they trade for I'll even throw his name out there, even though I throw up in my mouth a little Tim Anderson and they have him play some second base because he's a veteran hitter who's proven it and we're still waiting for Miguel Vargas to prove it. Uh if they don't trade for someone then the reality is and this would suck but Mookie Betts is my second baseman because kind of Ernie hit it on the nail on the head. The the Dodgers had four stars essentially carry them all last season. They got to the postseason yeah, and the bats faded, right? They all faded. Faded. right Muncie, no, they all faded. Muncie and Freeman did not fade, but everyone else faded. No,
2: I, I, I can't, totally
0: have, agree. can't have two hitters carrying your lineup in October. There's totally no, agree. no team in the history of baseball has ever won with just two hitters carrying them. And totally so that's, agree. that's my worry with the Dodgers is they get too complacent. They're like, well, we're winning games. We got five guys carrying us and four guys who aren't, but we'll get by it. And then totally it's agree. October. Same story happens year after year. And so that's why I hope they're more aggressive and can see the light and get veteran reinforcements if they need to. Because this isn't the end of Miguel Vargas career. If he struggles this season, he's going to have next year. Oh, absolutely. The year after that. But we got to think about the short term. They gave him the opportunity. And if he can't run away with the opportunity this year. Then you got to move on, and maybe that's a learning experience. Maybe that makes him better for the rest of his career. Totally agree. I totally agree.
2: But you know what? The number one priority is the Dodgers ain't gonna win right now until we get pitching. Sure. You but you can go. You can stack. You can stack your lineup like the Padres do, pretty much, and stick it one through nine. But you know what? You don't have pitching. It it's not gonna matter. It really isn't.
0: All right. Well, we're
2: not going to be able to play bullpen games in the playoffs.
0: We're down to our, we're down to our final few minutes here. So I want to give each of you one final thought slash segment for you guys to express on the podcast. And this will answer Mr. Roger 1966 question of how and why Um, Ernie, I'll start with you. Anything you want to talk about, we're going to do it now for a few minutes or question you have.
1: I, this, (laughs) this team scares me because they can be brutally good and brutally bad. And you just don't know what team you're getting that night. And you don't know if you're going to get a starter that's going four and two thirds, or you're going to get him someone that's going to go six. And it's sad that we're happy when a guy goes six innings and like, Oh my God, he really, he really pitched his balls off that day. Like Bobby Miller, there's going to be regression there has been the last three starts have not been great they've been serviceable because we needed them Friedman's I, I do I blame free I, I blame Friedman and I blame Roberts for Roberts for his decision making and Friedman for not building a, a roster to expect what we what all us casual fans I think' we're, I think the majority of us that are people that are listening are more than casuals but and a casual fan was able to figure out you can't lean on Thor to be your number three starter you can't but he like Julio's never been super healthy Gonsolin is is smoking mirrors Kershaw's always had a bad back this isn't the the model of Health as far as starting rotations go so the fact that he didn't load up and get Seven starter or not have seven starters expected to be pitching, not including Ryan Pepio, Bobby Miller, Sheehan Stone, whomever else you're going to pull up. It's it's um it wasn't a good roster construction from the start, and the bullpen, like you guys had said earlier, the regression nobody expected that, and nobody expected that everyone was going to figure out how to hit Vessia's fu fastball. He's not blowing anybody away. And I think his ERA is like over 10. There's a there's there's a lot of holes on this lineup. And it's hard to be super positive. And, and yes, they've scored a lot of runs. Yes, they've hit a lot of home runs. This team is very patient. They take a lot of walks. They work good at bats. But once you get past four in the lineup, hopefully it's a good day. Hopefully Miguel Rojas hits a uh, a ball to left center and scores a run. Hopefully Barnes gets hit with a pitch. Hopefully uh Vargas takes two walks and goes over 2 for today. Hopefully Peralta, you know, hits a dinger like he did the other day. Like it's it's a lot of hopefullys and not a not a lot of oh well we're down 4 runs, we got this.
0: They're not sure. that team anymore. Well, I predicted the bullpen would regress not this bad but you can listen to that in our season preview episode yep. and i agree to you to an ex- agree with you to an extent ernie but i do feel like we did have a surplus of starting pitchers entering the season to me no Syndergaard always felt like our number five and i thought right. that would be okay He was
2: our number five guy
0: ryan pepio pitched the entire spring couldn't have yep. foreseen him missing potentially the entire year I didn't think Dustin may was going to go down this fast again. So soon after reconstructing his elbow and then Gonsolin didn't even start opening day. He came off the aisle. And so I felt like with Grove and then eventually stone Miller. And I didn't expect Sheen to be a part of this, but here he is felt like we had enough arms. It's just the injuries have piled up got, more to, than to we to that point,
1: for. And I apologize. I know you to that point though, that's two guys Thor who's had injury issues in the past uh gonsolin and at three guys i'm sorry gonsolin who was injured coming into the season and then may coming off of tommy john we should have never expected anything from may this year this was his rehab year just like we shouldn't expect anything from bueller next year anything we get is going to be uh, icing on the cake you don't go into the season expecting to lean on these guys especially when they're coming off of major surgeries so yes we did have a surplus of relatively healthy guys, but no, no, there's no any eaters there. We should have went after like a rich Hill who just has a rubber arm and you know, he's going to eat 200 innings.
0: Fair enough. Well, Verlander won a Cy Young after coming off of Tommy John surgery, but, yeah, but he's, he's also, freak. Been, I know. All right, Randy. He also pulled Kate Upton. So I'm going to, I'm going to get you in here, Randy, final thoughts yep. before this episode ends. Kevin, be ready for a
2: crazy next month. I'm telling you right now. It's going to be, our roster is going to change. There's going to be some turnover, um, definitely in pitching. And I think there's going to be some turnover with the, and at least the 40 man roster. No doubt about it. It's going to happen. Uh, I think the Dodgers are in a position to win it all this year. Yeah. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't look like it right now, but, then again everyone was calling that we were champs last year at this time when we were up by like 20 games against everyone. Well, now Atlanta is that that team now. Okay? Well, you know, we've done pretty, you know, we did pretty good against Atlanta. There's going to be some turnover here in the next uh next month. Be prepared. It's been iffy the first 3 months, but hang on. Don't anyone leave the TV station. It's it's going to be interesting, and I think the daughters are going to be right there. I honestly do. I'm not just saying that because I wear blue color glasses. I think we're going to be right there. I really do, and it's it's going to be interesting to see what teams are in buy and sell mode with uh, with the uh, the extended playoffs. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to wait until the end of August before things I start going, whatever. Yeah. or nay.
0: of it. I'm all well, in right now. All right. Well, Ernie, Randy, thank you guys so much for joining the incline Dodgers this week. You guys killed it as first time guests and everyone listening to the episode right now, make sure to subscribe to the incline Dodgers, wherever you get your episodes, give us a five-star rating. Follow us on Twitter. I will drop both their handles below in the description so you can give them a follow on Twitter. And maybe you'll find them on Instagram or threads, whatever. Uh, My Mm -hmm. final thoughts are this. Shohei Otani, keep an eye out on him. The rumors are going to get hotter and hotter the day by day. And he is a better player than Babe Ruth. I'm leaving it with that. Shohei (laughs) Otani over Babe Ruth. Any disagreement there? No.
2: No absolutely not
1: <laughs> definitely more less beard than babe ruth
0: babe ruth played against a bunch of dennis and plumbers shohei otani <laughs> is playing against real athletes
1: but does otani have a candy bar named after him
0: <laughs> maybe he will in japan i don't i don't know <laughs> i don't know but i just hope that fingernail is okay all right everyone have a great week enjoy the all-star break go dodgers